0: Born and ready
1: Concrete Pastures if you're new and you are new to the podcast, uh, Concrete Pastures is a platform for us immigrants, for us our dreamers to share our stories, to share our experiences, to inspire others before someone leaves their country or if you're in, in a country where, where we're going to be talking to someone from, uh, let's say, from us like me from um australia from wherever part of the world you are we're looking to inspire you and today i'm excited to have my brother my pastor i'm so excited to have you here uh pastor fred
0: welcome (laughs) thank you so much thank you that uh, you could consider me and choose me it's a blessing So I'm so grateful and God bless you and God bless the entire project and I pray and I wish the full success.
1: Oh thank you thank you thank you i 'm so grateful to have you here. Um, you are my first guest, and I wanted you to bless the podcast and you are the uh, one of the first people that I actually th- thought of like for you to come on board. I want to hear your story i 've known you for quite some time for years and years and years, but i don 't really know your story. I want to get inspired by your story with everybody else in the community. So for starters, just share a little bit about yourself, where you're from, just so people can understand where you're where you're from.
0: Thank you again. Um, you did you made a good choice and you said something important. You said I'm a pastor, so I'm gonna say a word of prayer short because the Bible says um in Proverbs three, six, that associate God in everything you do, you know. So Father. I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for inspiration. Everything comes from above. Every good thing. This is a good thing for us to bless our brothers and sisters. So you went and inspired my sister Nancy. Lord, I pray that you bless her and this work shall go forward. Come back with blessing and bless the people and give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray. We say amen. 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 Oh, oh now thank God you. can give me the wisdom to talk to you. Okay. What was the question again?
1: <laughs> no, the question is just for you to share um, who you are, where you're from, just so that we can get to know a little bit about you.
0: Thank you. Uh, my name is uh, Freddie Mansi Mabila. I'm a pastor here in Albany, New York. I'm originally from... DR Congo they used to call it Zaire I live in Kinshasa I was going to college in Kinshasa I didn't finish there was one year left by the grace of God my paper came to be shot that's how I came to America and um, in America I learned nursing um, practitioner nurse LPN And I learned theology and now I'm a pastor of the church called The Grace of God in Albany, New York. That's in short what I can say.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that. I'm glad that you already went into one of the questions that I was going to ask uh, about what you were doing before you came to the U.S. You mentioned there's a paper that came. Did you apply for visa? What type of paper did you get in order for you to come to the U.S.?
0: No, when he told me that we're going to be talking about immigration, it's here in my mind. There is many kinds, but I, I can only talk about my case. In my case, my family did help me. God bless them. I had a brother and a sister in America.
1: Oh, nice. And they filed for you to um, to come?
0: I joined them. I came as an immigrant by the, God, the grace of God. I got my green card what I mean is when I got there I got here today tomorrow I could start working because I was very legal
1: oh wow no that's very nice because everybody comes in uh, differently some people come with visa working visa come uh, some people come on a green card some countries actually they uh, they have a lottery for um, green card or sponsorship but in your case it was uh, your family sponsored you which was amazing and that process takes long so it's a blessing that you were able to get sponsorship from your family. What was your life before coming here to America? I know you were going to school, uh, but what was your life before? Because I've, I've gone to school with a lot of uh, my friends from uh, Congo Zayi, and we were going to boarding school together. But I don't know what it's like to live there. How was it like
0: it's pretty much the same in Africa, because I've, I've been in Ivory Coast, I've been in Togo, I watch a lot, of, a lot of documentary of African countries, it's pretty much the same, but on my case, I was in college, I finished my second year, I was going to the third year, then I travelled. It was a regular life, um, by the grace of God, my family. We had two cars. Sometimes you still want to go with your friends and hang out. And uh, but the good thing is, uh, it's a family that values studies. I was going to the university, and uh, yeah, it was a normal life, uh, you know, in Congo. A lot of music, a lot of friends. But thank God, I knew God. I stopped going out and now I replace it by going to church and uh, behaving.
1: Oh, thank God, thank God. No, with Congo with Zai, I mean, a lot of influence, a lot of music influence came from there. I mean, a lot of, music, stuff, um, of <laughs> Yeah, a lot of uh, music came from there and we played it in Zambia. For me, it was um, a lot. Like, we learned how to dance from um, the video, video. stuff. Yeah, it's from coffee on the and from, oh my gosh. But yeah, though no, Congo is one of the influences when it comes to entertainment from Africa. Um Well, how was it when you first arrived? What, what surprised you the most when you first arrived to America?
0: You see, as I said, every case are different. In my case, you have to know that in Congo Zaire, we speak French. You guys don't know how blessed you are, that's... In Zambia, I speak English, in Ghana, just to name those it's few. Yeah. But uh, in my country, we speak French, only French. We don't know English. When they teach you English in school, you just like, what am I going to do with? <laughs> you know, n- not knowing that 14 years later, you find yourself in America. So when I got here... The language shocked me because it's it's what they call a language barrier. You know things, but you cannot show people by speaking how intelligent you are, how understanding you are. Then you have to go through learning. It's just like you just got born, like our babies get born and they learn whatever language we're speaking. So that was uh, tough. But what surprised me the most talking about America was... Oh, the snow the cold i got here in february <laughs> you don't laugh it, it was in the middle of february it was the uh, 13 or 16 february of 2003 it was so cold and the snow was too much that they closed the airport and they advised people not to drive so When we got to the airport to land, they told us we could not land to go land to Texas instead of New York. Then we turned the plane to go to Texas. Then after 45 minutes, they called us saying if the pilot can come back and try, if it's comfortable, he came back and we landed. So when they opened the airplane door, I thought that my somebody just threw cold water on me. I felt like my clothes were wet. I'm like, did I wear clothes? Who we just threw water on me? It was just the cold that came from outside. It was too much for the first time in my life. And the snow was too much that they closed the road and the airport. But after that, The thing that was amazing to see in America to me was the infrastructure, the buildings, the roads, the bridges. That was powerful. And that was something.
1: Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I mean, I can definitely relate to the cold. I'm always cold. I'm still, I mean, I'm here. This year is going to be 20 years. And I still can't get used to the cold. And you go, being in Albany, Albany, <laughs>
0: in New York City.
1: Yes, Albany is, mm, mm, mm. that's another reason I've been hesitant uh, to move there. I mean, it's ice, but it's the cold, man. The cold um, is just too much.
0: So for somebody who don't know Albany, that's the capital city of uh, New York, where the governor of New York lives.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, thank you for sharing. Um, When we come here, we we go through a lot, a lot of challenges, apart from the cold and adjusting to the weather, to the food, to everything else around us, including the language itself. How have you coped with the challenges? Like in the beginning, how were you able to cope with the challenges that come with moving to a different country? I know you had family here that received you. How were you able to cope with that?
0: Again, you know, as you said, I had fine family and that did help me a lot. When you have family, it makes it easier because they already went through what you're going to be going through. So they kind of, showing you in my case where to go learn english because they knew the school for english as a second language so they showed me the place and they knew where i could work without speaking <laughs> you know because to speak to work to do a good job you have to communicate give me that do that but now they have to find a job. I don't need to speak. And they found a, a job in the restaurant where I was putting dirty dish in the machine in the restaurant and getting clean dishes out of the machine and just stuck them. So I didn't need to speak. I'm just using my hands and my legs to, to do that. So coping was not easy because of the language mostly. But... Uh, because I had family, it was easier because they were helping me every, every step of the way.
1: Oh no, that's that's a blessing. When you have someone here, I tell people all the time: when you have um, someone here that can help you, it's a total blessing, and be grateful for it because it's a lot to navigate on your own. And even looking for jobs, it's different for women and men. For men, I think it's more challenging to find a job, whether you come on a green card or you come on a working visa, unless you have something already concrete or. Anything that is already, you know, established for you to to move, to, to just come into from your country, it's very hard to start from square one to uh, look for that employment.
0: Even for those who don't have family, we're not here to discourage them. Yeah. Uh, it makes things easier. Even if you don't have a family, but if you know somebody that is willing to welcome you and telling you, come, we're here for you, We're going to be here for you, or you come find, for instance, a Zambian uh, community, a Congolese community that will help too.
1: Yes. No, you actually went into my next um, question of, uh, no, it's fine. You went into my next question as to what advice would you give someone? There's a lot of dreamers out there. Before I came here, I was dreaming about America, what I was seeing on TV, videos, and I was constantly thinking of what America is going to be like, and um, what advice would you give someone that's... Contemplating, probably they have a job. They are blessed how to have a job and they are thinking of, I want to go uh, and start living in America and to go to Albany. Because I don't know what it's like to be in Albany. I, I've been there a lot of times, but I don't know how it is to live there. Like, what are some of the, what are the advice that you can give someone?
0: You said if somebody is contemplating coming in America, mostly that is a dream, a normal dream for any young african even young people from latin america even yes. people who leave china europe even to all over america. the world yeah. america is big uh, europe is big i mean life quality is high it's normal to dream but the question is how are you coming are you coming like a student are you coming like a in a family or you know All those things, it depends. To be honest, as you said, we all dream America. We cannot discourage anybody to come to America. But there is also something that you said was like somebody's living in Africa is good. You have to balance. You have to think very well. Because for me, life is everywhere. You can be in Africa. There are people in Africa that are doing good. Some are blessed, some are lucky, if we can say so. Some are intelligent, some are wise. But if you don't have really ways and means to live in Africa, I'm going to encourage you to to come out because that's the thing. Here, they fix their place, they fix their country. Back home in Africa, we all know that... The quality of life is not good. Our politicians are not helping to fix a place for us to live. That's why we come here. But if our place is good, we're going to stay there. So you have to balance what you want to do exactly, because there is suffering here. There is suffering in Africa. There is happiness here. There's happiness in Africa. But when it comes to suffering, even myself, I'm going to prefer the suffering of America, because... You will suffer here, but you're going to eat, you're going to drive, you're going to dress, you're going to go to school. So I cannot discourage anybody um, that want to come that have nothing to live for in Africa. But if you have something good to live for, really, you have to think twice, maybe visit first and go back. So that's what I can say for now.
1: That's really good advice, um, because in a lot of cases I've talking to our fellow immigrants, but you know how it is. We share our challenges. We share all of our successes amongst each other. And that's why I said, you know what, Let's cre- let me create this platform for us to share all of those things, the challenges, the successes that we have. And in a lot of cases, when I've spoken to people, they left really good jobs and they came here. And they could have been further uh, further up in their careers if they had not left those um, jobs at that time. And coming here, some of them, I'm not saying anybody's job is great or better or whatever it is. They are doing things that they didn't want to do just to make a living. And because a lot of people, they're not being honest with how life is in America when you get here. For me, I mean, I didn't have much to do. I just graduated from school and I was doing close to nothing. I was just under my mom, helping her here and there. And then my mom asked me what I wanted to do with my life. You know, African parents. It's like, okay, it's time for you to go. What time? What are we doing with your life? So um, America was my first choice. So let me just go to America. And I was lucky. My, My mom's young sister was here. So she's the one who received me. Like you, I had family, so my aunt received me. But coming blindly with nobody here, it's very challenging. And if you are blessed with a great job, like Pastor Fred said, I think reevaluate, come visit first, test the waters, see, and ask, you can reach out to me or Pastor Fred uh, on here to ask this is the this is going to be our community to all the dreamers all over the world. This is our community we need resources you need to ask how it is to I can only speak for talk um I get on to uh, New York City, and uh, with New York, it's the only way that I, I know. I've only been here in New York. I haven't been anywhere else. I've been to other places to visit, but I don't know how it is uh, to live in those places. Do you think you found your concrete pastures?
0: I will say yes, but uh, I learned also that in life, we are called to keep going forward. The wise man said, "When you don't you don't advance, don't think you stop. You are going backward. Ooh. So, yes, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that I know what I know. But I keep working, and we all are called to grow until we take our last breath. But when I compare my life many years ago and what I'm living," Really, I'm happy. I can thank God. I'm grateful.
1: Oh, that's great. I'm happy. I'm happy you found your concrete pastures. And um, I mean, everybody's concrete pastures is different. We experience life differently, just like everybody else. And for someone's concrete pastures, it's just being able to provide for their family. And someone's concrete pastures is just being able to have that dream job. And for, for you... I'm glad that you found it. And anything else you want to share to our community to inspire them? Because um, we we are being listened to everywhere in the world. And you could also share how they can find you. I listen to your messages every Sunday on mm-hmm. Facebook. So um, how can people find you? And what advice can you give some of the last... Advice that you can give to the community on how they can be inspired to come to Oh
0: Thank you so much, Sister Nancy. Um, You're doing a good job. It's not given to everybody to do what you're doing, the inspiration. Mm -hmm. As you're talking to a pastor, all that comes out of me is mostly the Bible. The Bible says God created in us to will and to do. See, that's in the book of Philippians. God create in us to will and to do. The will is in the level of the idea. To do is in the level of action and implementation. You Mm -hmm. see? So you got the will, the uh, the idea, the inspiration, and now you're doing it. I can only pray again that God makes you grow. And Mm -hmm. as I was talking about um, founding on that ground past pasture, I was listening to a wise man. He said, yes, because you said it, I got inspired from your word. You said you got a dream job. Yes, you got a dream job. You're living in a good community. They're paying good money. But you can do more than that still. You can invest. instead for you to have a job and now you invest or create a company and give jobs to people. So be finding your ground posture doesn't mean you have to stop there. So I like those who say the sky is the limit. Yep. So we all are called to keep growing, growing, growing. You've been the president of America. After that, you call to grow, keep doing things. You cannot stop. So we're here for you we don't know everything we're here to share our little experience again the Bible says I don't want to be preaching here (laughs) (laughs) but since the Bible talks about the truth I cannot hold it the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the iron sharpen a iron see that means I can learn from you and you can learn from me so if you feel like we can share, you can contact me. My phone number is five one eight seven two seven zero eight three eight. Other than that, my Facebook is Freddy Mansi Mabila. So if you type F R E D D Y Space M U N S I E dash. M-A-B-I-L-A you will find me on Facebook and Messenger is the same thing so the number I gave you has WhatsApp I never turn my phone off I do the pastoring so people call me too crying my husband punched me the kids are sick so I never turn my phone off we here for you encourage Sister Nancy support the way God will put in your spirit to support her ideas, technology, and why not finance, all that. So we'll be blessed to hear from you guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was a lot. <laughs> I am so happy that you joined me, and I'm so happy um, that you've been part of my healing. Um, we, you know, like in life, we all go through our challenges, and I've had a share of. I've had a share of mine, and you've been part of my healing. Uh, you and I speak almost. All the time, and I'm grateful for you for your prayers. I'm grateful for the encouragement that you give me. So, anybody, if you'd like to just get inspired get some encouragement, you know how to reach out to Pastor Freddy. He's my brother, and he's now yours. <laughs> um, thank, I tell thank my you,
0: my wife. I'm a, I'm a public person, so I don't belong to somebody, I belong to the public. <laughs> of
1: course. Once you start doing the work that you're doing, um, I think you belong to all of us. And um, I'm grateful that she's gracious enough to share you with us. So we're thankful for her as well. (laughs) Well, When
0: we're talking, if I can add something quick, when we're talking about all the ideas, coming to America is a great thing, but um, there is only... Two ways to do it either you do business or you do school you know the business is hard but when it succeeds there is money in it but uh, the schooling has warranty like there is guarantee of in doing school so just to throw that in there it's very important uh, i feel like really i should say that
1: Yeah, no, with school, I mean, you could take it anywhere in the world. Uh, Whatever you learn here, you can take it back to your country and actually, you know, contribute there in a way of things that you've been able to learn here. So thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, being here. Before you leave, one last thing, before I let you go. So I normally leave a proverb for my audience or a a quote for my audience. In your case... You can share a verse, whatever inspires you, like which verse do you live by, which quote do you live by for inspiration or whatever you, whatever inspires you during the day or throughout your life. What has inspired you?
0: What inspired me the most is love. Mm. God is love. I live by the golden rule. Do to others what you want people to do to you. I'm not going to like somebody to slap me or to insult me, so I don't have to insult others. So when we do that, it's going to lift us. Uh, I'm happy that uh, you say that, because love is the thing that's going to lift us. Above all, like the reason why Africa it is the way it is, because we don't love each other. It's because um, of selfishness. You know, love is not selfish. Love, love is big. Love forgives. So I go mostly by love. God is love. If I love you, I'm going to trust you. If you love me, we're going to grow together. You help me, I help you. You get better, I get better. So really, uh. There are many things, but uh, if I can say one thing, and for mostly for us African to grow, we should show love. Because if I were a politician, I'm not gonna to go to politics. It's complicated, the African politics. But if they put love and fix the road, the bridges, the companies for people to work, say people things gonna be better. But when there is no love, they are using selfish the money and the riches of the country they make it their own that's what kills africa love
1: oh wow no i i'm inspired already i love that you you love love which is love is the the key to everything um,
0: god which, is love
1: yes and when you show he didn't
0: say love. i have love god didn't say i god have love he said i god is love we have to understand
1: that. Very nice. No, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I know you're super busy and I appreciate you being here. And I'm hoping I can have you some other time as well with different.
0: Anytime, We're uh, inspiring people, and um, I'll be happy to do it.
1: Oh, thank you so much for, for being here, actually. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for pointing me and thinking I can do this.
1: Thank you again for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours. Share it with your family and friends tag me on your social media i have facebook i have instagram whichever one that you use i would also love to hear from you leave me a review and if there's a topic you have in mind that you'd love for me to cover let me know as well look out for new episodes every week on mondays and i truly appreciate you being part of the community and supporting the community until next time keep dreaming